0: You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining me this week on the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast. This week, I want to talk about Easter. (laughs) If you're listening as these podcasts are rolling out, this is the week that Easter happens. This is the last stretch of time that you have in order to prepare. That sounds (laughs) ominous (laughs) and it may feel ominous. I don't know. But I wanna remind you of a couple things. We've been talking about heart lately. The last couple of episodes have sort of naturally drifted into that area, but I wanna make a concerted effort to really elevate the fact that we are talking about heart. Now, what that means, for those of you, if you're relatively new to the podcast, Go back to the very beginning. There are four episodes that talk about four different subjects and how they matter in terms of being a part of the creative. I call them the four cores or the four creative cores. Four cores of the creative. There's all sorts of ways that I reference it. But this is what they are. There are four elements that make up the balance that a creative needs in order to be successful. Balance is the critical element here. Because when we have these different skill sets but they are not balanced, meaning we're tremendous in one, but we're weak in another, it actually has the potential to lead to unhealthiness as a creative individually, and then as a creative on a team, thus an unhealthy creative team. That's the primary thing that I'm trying to attack here is how do I help church creative teams become healthy? It starts with building healthy creatives. That's why I have the cohort, which is launching just a couple of weeks after Easter. If you're interested in that, there's still time to sign up. So obviously I will plug that here because that is a very intentional structured program that exists to help creatives achieve balance across these four creative cores. So here's what they are. We have heart, which is what we're talking about a little bit more today. We have imagination. You need to be able to come up with ideas. You need to be able to solve problems in a creative and innovative way. That falls under the category of imagination. You have systems. You need to be able to, like, actually get things done and that's a real weakness with a lot of creatives especially if you come from more of the fine art camp where art is a little bit more esoteric or abstract or it's the expression of my heart and soul i mean that's neat but we got a deadline and so systems really need to step in And help make sure that the projects are getting done. And then finally, we have skills. You have to be competent in the trade that you are representing. And so if you don't know how to use the tools of your trade, maybe if you're a video person, you need to know how to do video. You need to know the right export sizes. You need to know the different things for color grading. You need to know some audio stuff. If you're a worship leader, you're going to need to know music. Probably helps to learn an instrument or two. It'd be good if you knew how to sing. Those are some of the things that are unique to the worship space. Graphic design. You should probably pick up either Canva or Affinity products or Adobe, figure out a tool that lets you get done what you need to get done, but then learn it, grow in your skills. So those are the four cores. The one I want to focus on is heart because this is a really challenging week for a lot of creatives. I would say the lead up to Christmas is probably the most complicated. Then the lead up to Easter would probably be the second most. At least that was based on my experience serving in communications for a long time. The reason I wanna bring it up this week, I could have had a couple episodes ago, hey, Easter's coming, hey, it might be a bumpy road, so get ready, but I really wanna have this conversation in the midst of the acuteness of the challenge. And the reason I wanna do that is because this is the time where having perspective is so important. So important. I wanna remind you, your worth is not tied to how well you hit your deadlines. Do I root for you to hit your deadlines? Absolutely. Is it good for you to hit your deadlines? (laughs) Absolutely. Is it going to create a problem or a challenge for ministry leaders if you miss your deadlines? I mean, yeah, it could. But your worth is not tied to you hitting your deadlines. Your worth also is not tied to whether or not everything that you touch this week and over the last couple weeks looks exactly like you wish it would. Your worth doesn't come from that. That's not where your value lies in your contributions to your ministry. Sure, that's a part of your job. That's a thing that you do, but that doesn't give you worth. It isn't about mixing the perfect mix for Easter. It doesn't mean that everything sounds exactly like you want it to sound or everything's perfect. It doesn't mean hitting every note perfectly on the weekend, leading worship. It doesn't mean that you know a guitar string doesn't break or somebody's a little bit out of tune. Obviously, we want to address those things if we can, if we're able to, if we have time. The reality in a stretch like this, though, is that we don't always have time to do those things. Sometimes there's just too much on our plate to be able to get it all done. And so I want to remind you of the fact that your worth actually comes from the fact that you are created in the image of God. That's it. That is the single thing that gives you worth. If we don't have that going for us, then yes. All of the ambitions that we pursue in this world, those are the drivers of success for us. Those are the things that make us think that we are successful. I saw something a while back on LinkedIn, and it was, it was shocking to me because this is not how my mind works. I've grown up in the church, and so I've always had this understanding that worldly success isn't really success, and the person was lamenting the fact that they weren't chosen for the 30 under 30 in terms of being the most successful 30-year-olds in the world. And I mean, I, w- I was shocked that somebody would be kind of so blunt to say, my pride and my ego took a hit because I need that external validation in order to feel like I'm succeeding in life. And I just remembered thinking to myself, I'm so thankful that, I recognize that I'm created in the image of God. The challenge for me is that that person is also created in the image of God. And so it makes me sad to hear that somebody who clearly is gifted and skilled and intelligent and wildly successful, from the world's standards at least, they're, they're feeling like they aren't worth anything because they're not identifying that their worth is because they are created in the image of God. And so this is a shorter episode than normal. I know you're busy. I know you have plenty of other things to get done, but I just wanted to encourage you with that. Your worth is so far beyond everything that you're doing right now. What you're doing is helpful, it is good, it is important, and it's meaningful. But it's not something that determines your worth. So if you miss the mark on something, trust the fact that your worth hasn't changed. If you hit it out of the park, Trust the fact that your worth hasn't changed. You are loved by God. You are a child of God. You are created in his image. As an intentional decision, let us make man in our own image. That's a big deal. So hold on to that this week as you're feeling stressed, as you're feeling potentially overwhelmed. If you're not able to get everything done the way that you would like, trust that it doesn't impact your worth. The other thing that I want to share with you that's a little bit of perspective here, recognize that these Difficult seasons are usually seasons of growth, and I know it's hard to see the benefit of that (laughs) in the midst. You're like, can I grow slower, please? (laughs) At least that's how I was. But as I look back over my career, these were the types of circumstances that really helped me grow and forced me to process through some of the ideas that I held on to. It's a piece of why I started this by saying your worth is not tied to these things. Because in the moments that I was under pressure and in the moments where I was fighting all of the different deadlines, there was a serious question mark in my mind. Can I even pull this off? Can I even get this done? Am I even good enough? And I was beginning to drift toward this understanding that my successful completion of these things was where my identity and where my worth was found. And it took me some of these seasons really wrestling and struggling before I recognized when I went back to God's word, the truth that we have in God's word. And the message there wasn't, depending on how much you get done, how to Easter, that's not where my identity lies. That's that's not where my worth is derived from. So I wanted to encourage you with that. There's perspective here that's valuable and helpful for you to have as you head into Easter. So work hard, be diligent, invest, use your gifts and your skills for the glory of God. May your work be worship this week as you praise God through the gifts and the skills that he's given you creatively, through the way that you serve the rest of the people on your church staff, but know that your worth is much, much more than anything you accomplish this week. Your worth comes from the fact that you are created in the image of God. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.